I believe bliss is a spiritual experience, and you can't find this without first learning how to play. Play. Make mistakes and have fun. 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 But it's hard to experience bliss until you've learned how to surrender to what you cannot control. Control. It's more fun to roll with life most times and, of course, control what you can, but let go of what you cannot and hand that over to the universe or your higher self. 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 Our joy lies in the idea that many times life does not unfold the way we always expect or plan. But it does unfold the way that is right for each of us, giving us exactly what we need without losing anything. Oftentimes, the result is even better than what we could have ever imagined, ever imagined, ever imagined. Because we opened ourselves up to infinite possibility, possible. Embracing the unknown in your life is like watching a good movie and waiting for the next clue as to what could come next with curiosity and excitement. Curiosity and excitement. Curiosity and excitement. Curiosity What you discover along the way in your life is important. And it all relates back to you being able to see the beauty and bringing awareness to the synchronicities. The synchronicities. Your life is your greatest work of art. We are all artists in that way. And you get to create your life any way you like. That's the fun part. And having fun, I believe, is a spiritual experience. 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 Your life is your greatest work of art. And it all relates back to the synchronicities. And having fun, I believe, is a spiritual experience. 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 And it all relates back to the synchronicities. The synchronicities. Your life is your greatest work of art, and it all relates back to the synchronicities. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Integrate Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Pillow. And what you just listened to was one of the songs on my new album coming out February 24th. I'll be releasing this album It is a high vibe, high frequency spoken word, and there's some singing in there too, done by me. And I'm very excited to share that with everybody. Uh, This was a really fun project that I got to do with Music Fit Productions, uh, Mike Schwartz, who it will be on my show later. I'll be releasing a show that I did with him as well. And so We'll be talking a little bit more about that creative process, but until then, I am having an album release party on February 24th, 6.07 p.m. 
Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to be talking about the creative process that went into the album. There'll be guests on there that were a part of it as well. And we're just going to be telling stories about each song and, and what, you know, went into it. And it was a really incredible experience for me personally. I got to learn how to songwrite, which was very different from writing a book. And it was so much fun and, and just learned how to also, uh, you know, get inspired by themes to create the music composite composition and those kinds of things. So this is, um, a mesh of wellness. Uh, and the messages of spirit uh, from the book as well. And I bring that together in a high frequency music that uh, Mike provided and produced for me. So uh, it should be really exciting. So I hope you can all make it. I will provide the link for the purchase of the tickets. If you can't make it to the online event, it's an online event. If you can't make it, no problem. You can still purchase the album with the link that I show. And there's some options to, uh, you know, purchase a ticket and the album as a combination or combo on there as well. Or you could just purchase one or the other. Uh, I appreciate your support so much. It was a really fun project and I'm excited to share it with everyone. Um, there is, there are plans to do a, uh, tour this spring and summer too. So I'll keep you updated on that as well. So today's guest is uh, a guest that I've had on the show before, I think early, back in 2021, Tom Palladino. Uh, We're talking again about Scalar Light, and he's sharing all the new things that he's learned uh, during this time of uh, COVID and and, and the lockdown and pandemic and, and how he's helped people with Scalar Light since all this has happened. And so we get into that. We get into the, um, the energetics, uh, the science behind Scalar Light as well. It's a really great show. The last show was so good with him. Um, and this one was amazing too. So I hope you enjoy today's show as, as much as I did. Without further ado, it is my honor and my pleasure to introduce you to Tom Palladino again. Enjoy. Your life is your greatest work of art, and it all relates back to the synchronicities. Welcome to Integrate Yourself, everybody. I'm your host, Allison Pillow, and you can find me at finallythrivingbook.com and pureenergypdx.com. Today, I have a special guest who's back on the show, Tom Palladino. He is a scalar energy researcher based in Florida. Uh, scalar energy, as we talked about on the last episode, is the fundamental life force found everywhere in the world, space, and universe. It originates from the sun and stars, chi, prana, om, mana, Life force, pyramid, pyramid energy, or zero point energy are synonymous terms for scalar energy. 
He theorized that all energy in the universe initiates as scalar energy and that the sun of our solar system and the stars of the universe are the points of origin, the storehouses for scalar energy. He further theorized that scalar energy is instructive energy as the entire universe is instructed by this divine essence. Subsequently, all spiritual, cognitive, emotional, and physical action in the universe is initiated and maintained by scalar energy instructions. Scalar energy provides order in the universe. Tom, thanks so much for coming back on the show. It's a pleasure to see you again. Likewise. Thank you for the invitation once again. Oh, you're so welcome. We had such a great show last time and it, it was received so well by my listeners. The, uh, I got so many people that um, loved it. And as well, um, I think soon after you got to go on uh, Paul Check's podcast, Living 4D, and he heard about you from maybe me or, or somebody else. I don't know, or maybe everybody. But yeah, I was just like, I, I loved our last show together. So I'm excited to get into what we'll get into today because you said okay. also you have some new stuff you've been working on that you wanted to share as well. Yes, yes. Thank you. It's a, this topic, scalar energy, it's a new technology, so to speak. And the world is just starting to catch on what can be achieved with this new technology. So brace yourself. We're going to change the world in the next five to 10 years. Mm, that's exciting. And I feel like it's like, so to speak, like this is, uh, excuse my uh, terminology here, but like things are really coming to light, you know, uh, because, <laughs> because, you know, it, it really is. I mean, light, like you said, like I described in the description, or like I said in the description was, is information. It's really information that comes to us through in the form of light. And so when we realize that we can, um, it's something that we take in, we don't have to think about, we just kind of download it, so to speak. So I'd love to get into that also and how it works. Maybe um, you could just, for those of those people who didn't hear the first show, uh, maybe just get into exactly how it works and maybe how you also stumbled into this as well. Yeah. So I work with what is known as scalar energy, or some people call that zero point energy. It's not electricity. And with that in mind, I have an energy spectrum that is outside of electricity and magnetism. So I am, it's a new playground, to be quite blunt. It's a new field of science. <clears throat> it has so much to offer, but now we simply have to uncover these secret, these hidden secrets of nature. So I've developed scalar energy instruments that control this energy. And with that, if you can control this energy, you can perform scientific functions. You can do incredible things with this energy. So that's what I, where I'm at right now as of this recording with these unique scalar energy instruments. My ability to control this energy is a, really it's a gift from God and it betters our lifestyle. It serves to improve the human condition. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Because, you know, especially like in this day and time where we're afraid of the sun and we're all wearing sunscreen, not everybody, but it, that that's kind of the, yeah. the, uh, you know, collective's idea of staying healthy. And so um, it's, it's a society where we're kind of afraid of light, you know, in some ways. So uh, you don't really don't have to be afraid of it because it's here to help. Um, 
So uh, it may, you know, I'd love to get into also just uh, giving everybody an idea of how you do this work with people, um, how you treat them with a photograph. And it doesn't matter where they are in the world. It's like any kind of energy work, right? So like distance healing is what I call it. So maybe uh, let's get into that and just explain a little bit how you, how that works too. So if I'm holding up a cell phone, so if we can make a connection with a person by, by, if you will, our voice is a signal. It's a signal in our cell phone. Then I work with people by way of the photograph because a photograph carries a person's signal. The light on the photograph is the signal of the person, just as a cell phone carries our voice signal. So people from around the world email me photographs. And I work in the quantum field now through a person's photograph. That's what's so incredible about this energy. You don't need to be physically present. Again, this is a zero-point energy, what some people might call the space-time continuum. If that's the case, then we can access a person by their force field just by a photograph. Right. And so zero-point energy is basically where time doesn't exist. So you can really... Yeah, so you can <laughs> you yes. can get any information within that realm, right? Yes, yeah. you're a genius, very well spoken. <laughs> so my photograph, this photograph might be say three years old, but it still carries my present day signature. Meaning what? No matter how old the photograph, it still reports now that the scan energy is timeless, as you put. And this photograph can report whether I'm drowsy whether I need vitamin C, if I have the herpes virus, this photograph is my report card, my energetic report card. Self-care is finally a cultural phenomenon. The hashtag self-care has appeared on social media millions of times. So why aren't we applying it to our health and wellness? Instead, we beat ourselves up for not finding time to exercise, or we work out so hard that we suffer from joint and back pain. We struggle with diet, stress, and insomnia. That kind of health and wellness just isn't relaxing. It isn't joyful, and it definitely doesn't feel like self-care. Finally, Thriving invites wellness into your life in a whole new way, bringing genuine self-care to your health and wellness routine. Learn how true self-care actually helps your body regenerate. Discover quick, simple exercises that build strength and flexibility, powerfully but gently, with hidden treasures along the way. Journal prompts, breathing exercises, relaxing meditations, and more. Merge your physical, mental, and spiritual wellness into one with Finally Thriving and embrace a self-care wellness routine that will nourish every aspect of your life. If you want to pick up a copy of my book, Finally Thriving, head over to the link in my show notes. You can get it on Amazon. You can pick it up uh, as well on e- as an ebook or audiobook. It's available there too. And if you want to dive deeper with me, you can head over to my wait list link and join the wait list for the Finally Thriving program where we dive deeper into these aspects and learn more about ourselves. It's a three-month course and coaching program, and you get coaching from me every week. If you're ready to finally thrive, you can pick up a copy of my book or listen on audiobook, and this is going to take you through all the things, all the steps that I've brought my 
clients through and myself over 20 years of coaching, holistic health, wellness, and holistic healing. This is wisdom that will last you a lifetime. So follow the link on my show notes to pick up your copy of Finally Thriving so you can finally thrive. So how does, I know, you know, I know how the quantum field works, but for those people who don't understand it so much, how does it work with healing? Because um, I know personally from what I've experienced and how I've helped people is in the quantum field, things can be healed in an instant. And that really changes our perspective of what we think of healing, especially in this country and what we've, you know, witnessed the past couple of years. Um, Because we tend to think about our condition or our disease as being something that is with us forever. But um, in the quantum field, you can basically heal it. And like I said, in an instant. So, yeah, Um, would you would you care to expand on that? That's a good point. So how does this work? Uh, Let's say I, I have or I suspect that I have this this bacterium, Streptococcus mutans. It's responsible for oral uh, uh, contamination for for uh, periodontal disease. Now, I could actually place this photograph of this bacterium inside the instrument, and then the instrument would look for that in my quantum field. If this bacterium is found in my quantum field, it would act instantaneously, and it would instantaneously unbind or eradicate Streptococcus mutants. Yeah. Everything it- in, in it's yeah, it's just an energy, right? Action. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and so in the energetic field, like uh, energy can be changed very fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and your machine that you're mentioning, that's based on tech, the technology of Tesla, Tesla yes. correct? Yeah. Exactly. In many ways, I copied two scientists, Nikola Tesla and Galen Hieronymus. Now, both of those men were what I consider. Um, incredible examples of scalar energy researchers, theorists, theorists, and also inventors. And when I really look at how how advanced the scientist is, if they can create an instrument to control an energy, my goodness, that, that shows that they have a grasp of the subject. Well, Tesla and Hieronymus had that grasp. Both of them invented scalar energy instruments. The team that I work has developed scalar energy instruments. So the key to this function is to have an instrument that can control that energy. Much like if, if you said you really understood electricity, okay, invent something that can control electricity. Show me that you have that grasp of the electrical science so that you not only in theory can, can explain electricity, but in practice, you can control it with some type of an instrument. Well, we have that instrument. And that, that proves that Yes, that this is an energy, that this is a valid theory, and that you can do incredible things with energy. That's the key. This is a tool. This is a benefit to mankind. I want my research to benefit mankind. Yes, yeah. And it's um, something that isn't really widely known about, mainly because maybe it's <sighs> it's healing people. <laughs> but, uh, why don't we hear more about this? That's a good point. <laughs> Why? Well, it's frankly, it's a threat. It, it's an easy way to um, achieve a function. 
Now, today we use electricity and it's rather expensive where we use some type of instrumentation that's rather expensive. My scalar energy instrument can, in an instant, can look for streptococcus mutants and eradicate it from a person, all by way of their quantum field. Now, keep in mind, this is not a biological process. You don't visit me. I only work with your spirit or your signature, your quantum. So what am I getting? You can work with a person biologically, or you can work with a person energetically. I prefer to work with people energetically because nothing can go wrong. Yeah, and the physical chemicals. The physical is a manifestation of the energetic anyway. So that's really getting to the root of the issue, right? Yes. Yes. Why put the card before the horse? So the energy, the quantum field dictates the physical reality. Well, why not work with the cause, which is the energy, the light, the source of light, and therefrom you can affect now advantageously the outcome, the physical outcome. So this is an instructional instrument. We can instruct the quantum field. And in turn, we see there's there are physiological benefits. Now, Tom, do you think that uh some the electricity in our environment and the EMFs and those kinds of things are disrupting that okay. field within us. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And and to put this into context, and I believe Tesla believed this, there's two energies, scalar energy and electromagnetic energy. Now, scalar energy, Tesla never had any adverse effects with scalar energy. He thought it was really um, health uh, bedding. He, he felt that his health improved. But with electricity, amongst other things, you could shock yourself. There are times that Tesla um, witnessed scalar energy um, vis-a-vis electricity, and he was Tesla was shocked sometimes working with AC electricity. It's dangerous, and hence it does have other health uh, implications. Such some people think too much EMF, electromagnetic energy, will cause cancer or some type of autoimmune condition. I agree with that. Electricity, certain frequencies of electricity are harmful to the human body, as opposed to scalar energy, the energy of the stars that Tesla never never observed any negative consequence. So what are we getting at? Why not use scalar energy? There's no negative consequence. Right. Even radiation is not a problem, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you have that spontaneous decay, that spontaneous emission of particles with with radioactivity. There is no radioactivity with scalar energy. See, everything is stable in the constant state, as opposed to radioactivity, where where the uh, the atomic nuclei are are disrupted and they're giving off harmful vibrations or harmful um, radiations. So let's move from electricity into the quantum realm, a much better energy, scalar energy. So what do I propose? Everything we're doing with with electricity can be replaced by scalar. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and your approach also is that um, it's unlimited and um, it really comes from a single source uh, in the universe. Uh, So... And it's probably something we've used for millennia, but we just forgot about, is my guess. Yeah, we, we have. Well, many many people say that an obelisk or a pyramid will capture scalar energy. I believe that's true. Yes. So what's the point? Yeah. Well, those, those are passive capacitors of scalar energy. 
Right. And then, yeah, yeah. So the, so your theory is that the pyramids uh, were collecting scalar light, is what you're saying? Yeah. Wow. Many of those pyramids, um, and, and I, I think some of those pyramids could only be be created by an angel or a fallen angel. Those pyramids were very advanced. And many of those pyramids have a geometry about them where they can collect scalar energy and actually broadcast scalar energy. That's another conversation. But it, let's just say many cultures have embraced this idea that the sun gives off a great deal of heat, light, energy, and that there are two energies. And sadly, we have addressed electromagnetic energy, which is limited, harmful, and pollutes, as opposed to scalar energy that is life-giving, unlimited, has no pollution, has no carbon footprint. Yeah, well, this is so interesting because we're in a day and time where we're trying to, you know, reduce the carbon footprint and people are talking about it all the time and climate change and all of these things. And so, I mean, what is your theory, Tom, on why did we go in that direction? Why didn't we go in the other direction? You know, <laughs> it's called money. Yeah. It's called that's that's the bottom line. Let's just I'll say it. Uh, <laughs> it's called money. Now, what am I getting at? Well, Tesla over 100 years ago developed a car that ran on star power, sun power. He took out the combustion engine, replaced it with a radiant engine or a scalar energy engine. Tesla was using a car that would operate under the influence of scalar energy and he assumed that energy right from the atmosphere. So if you can get your fuel source, so to speak, from the atmosphere, from the air, that's free energy. That's what Tesla was doing. And he, Tesla built towers that were giving off broadcasting that free energy. Okay, so let's advance 100 years now. Why aren't we using scalar energy cars that will not pollute, that simply run on star power? Why aren't we using scalar energy towers like Tesla created that would have sent energy out to every home and factory in the world? Well, there's no money in free energy, or there's very little money in free energy. Right. And because of that, you know, Tessa's advances, his incredible inventions, although valid, very, very true, very accurate, have never been embraced. What's the difference between Tesla's technology with harnessing the energy of the sun and stars and uh, solar panels? Is that is there a big difference or is that yeah. the same thing? You know, it's the same concept, but sadly, we're, we're taking a solar panel, and we're converting it into electromagnetic energy, oh, which, which, is I limited, see. which is limited. Now, if we had a scalar energy panel that would keep it with the scalar realm, the scalar magnitude, if you will then we would probably get a much greater gain from our solar panels. Sadly, even academia today doesn't realize that there's two possibilities. There's two energies. Yeah, that's so unfortunate because I feel like yeah. that's, we would be, there would be so much more potential there. I feel like we're very limited with how we're doing it and you see it in, yeah. in everything and the way people talk about energy and how it's scarce and, and yeah. all of that, but it, I, yeah, it's. You hit the nail on the head. The word is scarce, scarcity. Anytime yeah. you have a business, an economic model, some, some type of enterprise, you have to look at your resources and how scarce they are. Well, oil, coal, 
even nuclear power is scarce. It's expensive. As opposed to the stars that have unlimited energy, you don't have to build them. The stars are already there. You just have to capture the energy. So now it's it's going to dawn upon people that, oh, what, why are we not using scalar energy? It's It's abundant, and all we have to do is tap into it. So can people's bodies harness this energy as well yeah. from the sun and stars? Yeah. Every second. It's, it's incumbent upon life. Yeah, I firmly I believe that. that that scalar energy is the cause of DNA. My That's what I think repeat. too. Yeah. Yes, thank you. In <laughs> other words, what they call it the life molecule. What, what gives the life molecule the life? What gives it its geometry? How do you structure this double helix? Scalar energy is a double helix, and it's my contention that that powerful energy of scalar wave creates our double helix. Because it's actually, what's that? Sorry, our DNA. Yes, because you're because the light is information. Yes, and so it gives us a different perspective as it comes in. (laughs) Yes. So anybody who tries to discount scalar energy say, well, no, you're wrong. Our DNA is a standing wave of scalar energy. We would not exist if scalar energy did not download or give us that motif, if you will. All life is dependent upon scalar energy. If we we shut off the, the scalar energy in the universe, everybody's genomic structure would fall apart, would fly apart. So the point being, yes, the point being that scalar energy is really the life molecule force. It it gives expression to DNA. Yeah. Yes. I believe that as well. And um, so, you know, I do a meditation every day, Tom, where I bring in light and I fill all my cells in my body up with light. Uh, I do this every day so I can connect with the light. Um, And that's a way that I do it, but I also get out in the sun as well. So there's many different ways you can do that. And in your description, <clears throat> and I remember talking to you this last time too about plants, how um, the light for for humans is is uh, is very much like uh, uh, the process of photosynthesis for plants, right? And yes. yeah, so we let, have let to me, have it. Let me let me explain that statement. There's a there's a pro, uh, an experiment to back that up. My predecessor, a man by the name of Galen Hieronymus, had a scalar energy instrument. He grew plants in his basement in the dark with scalar energy. The plants had no experience of sunlight. It was pitch black in his basement, but he ran a wire from his roof down into his potted plants, and those potted plants were under the influence of scalar energy. And the plants were thriving. They grew in the dark. And I've always contended by way of that experiment that the, the primary cause behind any photosynthesis is scalar energy, whereas electricity and magnetism have a, a secondary effect. But you can grow plants in the dark exclusively with scalar energy, proving that scalar energy is the prime mover of photosynthesis. Yeah, so that was going to be my next question because it's a you know for people who live in in uh, more cloudy climates like here in Portland during the winters, long long stretch of clouds. Um, but I feel like that so the scalar energy, but you can still access that even when the sun's not out, is what you're saying. I hear you yes, saying, okay, exactly, yeah, precisely. 
Yeah. And this this is the great promise, people. Sure, <clears throat> some people in in the Northwest where you live, <clears throat> there's cloudy conditions in the winter. But I'll imagine it doesn't matter whether there's clouds or not because starlight, sunlight is always with us. Imagine if we could funnel that wire into our basements or into our homes and grow plants indoors. You could do that. You could do that right. regardless of how bright the sun might be, according to sunshine, the electromagnetic spectrum. You can grow plants in the dark. You can grow plants in the middle of the winter if you have a scalar energy instrument. Wow, that's incredible. Oh my goodness. So there's so much we don't know about this yet, but we're learning. We're learning about it. Um, because it's coming, like you said, from the quantum energy field. And uh, many people are just now learning about that. We've been so much in um, you know, in the physical, and we think everything in is, you know. We, we're in this 3D reality, but I feel like as this, you know, th this is actually since I last saw you, I've noticed these, I guess, scalar light upgrades that we've been that we've been harnessing this these energy upgrades um, and people have been talking about it. And and I believe that it is changing our consciousness or the yes. level of our consciousness. Yes, <clears throat> you considered it instructive energy. You're absolutely right. You're an expert in this, by the way, Allison, so Thank keep up you. the good work. <laughs> Meaning what? Well, this energy, if it's from the stars, then it's giving it off not only energy for the universe, but intelligence for the universe. Energy carries information, intelligence. And that's what we've tapped into. If you can tap into um, unlimited energy, it really is unlimited intelligence. And that's abundant mindset, not scarcity, right? <laughs> yes. So we have to get, let's not believe this, this uh, the, the, the mantra of the one world order that everything is scarce. They want us to believe that. Believe in the superabundance of God, and there is superabundance. And once you re remove yourself from this, this trap, okay, from that mindset, a lot of people have been trapped into that mindset and realize that God has a much better plan. And that there is super abundance that will change society. Oh, I believe so too. I believe so too. Well, um, I would love for you to share um, what we talked about before the show started about some of the things you've been working on since we last yeah. saw each other and uh, some of the new findings that you've had. We work with many people around the world, once again, by way of a photograph, either a single photograph or a collection, a collage of photographs. Now, I am working with HIV AIDS clinics around the world. And I don't visit those clinics and those people don't come to my laboratory. Everything is done by way of a photograph. So people will send us photographs. Many of them are HIV positive. They have the, the, the HIV virus, they have some of them for years. And then I send energy, instructive energy, which is scalar energy into the force field of a person or a group of people, group of people, and in so doing, we're able to break down the bonds that hold together the HIV virus. We can actually shatter those bonds that hold together HIV. Wow. And if you can shatter a germ, if you can disassemble a microbe, it ceases to exist. Now, the only proof I have is after I work with a person's photograph, collages, if you will, around the world, many clinics. HIV clinics will send me a, a group photograph 
the people invariably say that they feel better. Many people say that um, they no longer have the symptoms of HIV. And those who uh, take it a step further and want to follow up with a PCR test, those PCR tests are negative, no viral load. Wow. No viral load. Now, I say that this is the beginning evidence of this new science. You know, how, how many of you in the audience have ever heard that you can take a photograph, identify the HIV virus, and then break it apart or eradicate the HIV virus? Well, I don't think this has been done before, with the exception of what I have done, what Hieronymus, my predecessor, has done. Meaning, this is a new science. My technique is unique. I'm trying to speak to the world as to this new technique. I don't expect people to understand this, to be quite frank. It's never been done before. Yeah, but we're heading into a time where we're creating all new things. So we're having to, you know, let go of the old programming, what we thought was true, in my experience anyway. And this is the work I've been doing too, and and embrace a new creation. And so um, I think this is wonderful that you've done this, Tom. And, uh, you know, my que- my other question would be, how are people receiving this? I mean, I know the people you're working with, they seem like they're getting wonderful results. Yeah. Um, my, my guess would be, I mean, the medical industry uh, would really benefit by embracing this or at least, you know, trying it. But I, w- I wonder, like, if you're getting any any feedback in that realm about this. We're all grassroots right now. And for the most part, the people carry this. The people are the ones who, who are the flag bearers, if you will. And they, they carry the scale energy banner. Now, I believe you're correct. If the medical community would open their eyes to this, they would realize that there is so much more they can do now that this is not going to limit their practice. This will expand their practice, but hopefully we'll have to have some men and women of, of science, medical science, come forward and be be open to that. You, know, you really need to work with some noble people, not people who are short-sighted. Right, so right. So that, that day is coming, and, and uh, we, we're gaining attention around the world. I, I'd be quite blunt. If people at an HIV clinic feel better and none of them have the HIV virus, that of a detectable viral load. After I work with them, there's no detectable viral load for HIV. That word starts to permeate throughout society and you cannot keep this down. Right. So so it sounds like you are getting a lot of uh, uh, people around from other parts of the world that are that are wanting to do this. And, and yeah. you know, what is your, uh, what, you know, are you getting uh, doctors from uh, other parts of the world or people in the in the health industry to start to want to learn more about this? Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Yeah. Many times when I work with an HIV clinic and the attending physician sees that people no longer have any detectable viral load, the, the physician or the nurse is impressed. And at least they're open to that. But they're not quite putting it all together that if you can send Tom a photograph, then X, X leads to Y, and they're not making that connection quite yet. So hopefully they will. Hopefully they'll see that this is a valid science. This yeah. is going to take some time. Yeah, I imagine so. I, and the, the photograph for everybody listening is is really a tool. You know, it's just a tool to do what 
you know, is what you can, you really can do anything in the quantum field, you know? And so it's beyond the physical. I just want to put that out there for people who are trying to understand this. Cause I know I've been in, you know, as Tom knows, I've been in energy healing for a very long time. So I have a different understanding of that than I think most people do, um, unless they're in this field also. But um, when you've been working with energy and, and in the quantum field where there's really no time, it's the same thing with, you know, when you're doing inner child work, it's a very similar thing. You can heal all parts of yourself right now, um, even if it happened in the past, because um, there is no time in the quantum field. So we can yes. heal things in an instant. So this yes. is what we're working with here. Uh, this is what Tom's working with. And so um, when you guys think about this, it's not in this kind of a 3D physical reality realm. It's more in the energetic realm. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. So th- we have to consider this is another dimension. Scattered energy does not behave like electricity. So what I'm proposing is a new science, a new way of looking at reality. Now, I realize it's, it's somewhat peculiar that you can take a person's photograph, place it in an instrument, and the instrument then can perform functions, light functions on the photograph, improving the quantum health of the photograph and then accordingly of the person's force field. That's my statement. Are you going to find that in in a university textbook? Not yet. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, just just from my experience of this past, you know, a couple of years or so, uh, God, I feel like we've taken quite a few steps back with with the health industry. <laughs> I feel like we, you know, we're kind of going in a, you know, and, and again, the history with holistic, a uh, holistic view of health also um, has been squashed over the years um, too. And we've kind of moved into this more like uh, mainstream medical physical model, which, you know, there are some things about it, yes, that that are helpful, but I think there's not enough uh, integration with some of the energetic work, like some of the, some other cultures have, especially in the East where they do incorporate chi healing with a lot of their medical procedures and it's very effective. And so when I did pranic healing, when I went through all of that, I realized that they were using these chi healing techniques, doctors, medical doctors were using these chi healing techniques on their patients and they were getting great results. And, and so as we, as we move through um, these upgrades of energy is what I call it. And we start to have these consciousness levels that are rising with the scalar light upgrades. Um, we begin to uh, step into these other dimensions of reality where we actually can do more. So it's going to be different than what we have known in the past. And so moving forward, like some of these techniques are going to happen very quickly and they'll be much more effective in some ways. Whereas before, maybe not as much, but still very effective. But um, I think, you know, as, as more people start to realize that this is something they can access and use for their own health. And I think it's, it's wonderful, you know, more effective as well that way too. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you for stating that. What do I propose here? I propose quantum healing for the world. Today yeah. in my laboratory, Allison, I work with half a million photographs. Wow. We're growing. We're growing significantly. You know, That's we offer great to free, hear. Yeah, thank you. We offer free sessions on our website. We receive hundreds, thousands of photographs every day. 
And it, the numbers add up. Why? It works. People feel better. Yeah. So people wouldn't keep you, sending you their photos if it didn't work. I, you know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, those in the viewing audience, I realize this is new. It's different if the first time you've ever heard of it. I, I don't know of anybody else in the world who's, who's telling you to send their photograph and they're going to place your photograph in a quantum instrument. That's what I'm telling you. Is it real? I believe this is a very valid science. Yes. What I've uncovered, what Tessa and Hieronymus have uncovered is fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating. It's it's amazing that we haven't learned more about that. And they, you know. It, <laughs> you, you're right. If, if you look at Tesla, Tesla had three, 400 patents in his lifetime. Wow. A brilliant a genius. Why, why isn't he taught in high school and college? Yeah. Because he, it's a, his work intimidates the status quo. Because if we accept what Tesla did, then we accept the prospect of scalar energy, which is free energy. And the status quo does not want free energy. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's interesting. They're just trying to harness the the electromagnetic energy in a different way that they're packaging up to be better for the earth. And it's really not actually, because it, <laughs> it's, that's not what I call green energy. That's, no. that's still energy that pollutes. It's not green energy. Yeah. It's just a different way of speaking about it. Yeah. Right? You're right. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> twist on words. It's not, it's not green. I can guarantee you that much. So, you know, let's put that aside. Where are we going with this? I simply want to give away free sessions on my website. I want people to try, experience this. And then if this works, tell your friends and family. The reason I accentuate that, this I have to get this message out there. Mainstream media would not touch me with the 10-foot pole, with the 20-foot pole, because this is a challenge to the status quo. So I tip my hat to you. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you for being bold enough to to take this interview on to at least you know consider the the quantum field the zero point energy field the new science that's emerging uh, a science that will liberate mankind we're going to liberate believe, the world finally i believe that too yeah it's going to empower people yes. to know that everything is is right here you don't have to try so hard to make it work i know <laughs> I, I know if, if if you look at the the uh the past two, three centuries over the fight that we have over oil or resources. There have been many wars, many, many skirmishes that have been fought for money, oil, gold, resources. Scalar energy will make everything super abundant. And yeah, that's to, the future. You to, yes, you won't have to go to war for oil or gold. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know we're heading into to this territory. People are talking about it, this, this state of abundance and um, uh, the, some people call it new earth. And, and so um, maybe this is the key that people didn't know about here. So this is fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tom. And um, you are, let me just quickly share with everybody that, um, you're giving away si uh, 15 days of free sessions available on your homepage, which I will go ahead and um, make a note of on the show notes here so people can access that. And I will say that I've done it and it was incredible. And um, 
I, you know, I just, and I've actually, I knew a lot of other people who did it after I did it too. And I talked to them about it and they were loving it. And like I said, I I may have mentioned this in the beginning, you were on Paul check, one of my mentors podcasts, and a lot of people, uh, loved you on on his show too so that was really great and um and my mm. friend Roseanne Grace I think did it too so I I know a lot of people who've done it and they're just they they've seen great results so um yeah thank you so much Tom for coming mm. on and sharing this gift that you're giving the world and I'm I'm hoping that it it spreads quick so that we can get started with this new way of being yeah it is because of people like you thank you for for believing in this opportunity that's what it is people it's an opportunity if, you know if the square peg isn't going in the round hole guess what people we need we need to rethink this after the past two years of a pandemic we we made some good des- decisions and then there are some people that made pretty rotten lousy decisions so we have to learn from that again this square peg is not going to fit in the round hole so we need to start thinking of new solutions. Yeah, it's more creativity. Now, not, yeah, thank you. Let's not shuffle paper anymore. Let's think of new solutions. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you, Tom. And if you do you want to leave them real quick with your website? I will I will reference it in sure. the show notes, but yeah. Scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Visit the website anybody is allowed to upload the photograph. Now, you can upload family photographs, get their permission, include your pets. Watch how your dogs, your cats, your horses, your birds. Watch how your cows, if you're a farmer, watch how your cows respond to these sessions. Okay. This works. Wow. I never thought about animals, but that makes sense too. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks again, Tom. This has been an honor to have you on the show and a pleasure. Thank you. Your life is your greatest work of art, and it all relates back to the synchronicity.